like that. Deep no. to right field. Harper. Oh, my God. So Red October is back. Welcome back, everyone, to the Coconut Curry podcast. Another great episode coming at you today. Um, if you enjoyed that cold open, please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. It really helps us out a lot as we support the Phillies in their adventure to win another World Series. And as we support any other teams that are going on, namely right now, the Eagles and the 49ers. Because I am no day. longer a Giants fan, even though they did decide to win literally right before we started recording this podcast. And then the 49ers decided to lose last week. That is true. Hmm. They did lose to the Browns. Are the but, Giants cursed or are you cursed? I, I know I'm cursed. We've been new this. If you're new around here, we're three college guys at the University of Pittsburgh. We talk sports. If you like our takes, be, please be sure to stick around, like, comment, subscribe. It helps us out a lot. And we're going to get right in talking about the MLB. Like we said last episode, we don't talk about the MLB often, but when we do, it's because it's Red October or because it's the playoffs. Start with the Astros coming back down from 0-2. It looks lost completely. Like I thought yeah. the Astros mm-hmm. had fallen off. I thought the a- end of the Astros era was upon us, which was going to be great. Super pumped about that. But then they come back, win three straight games on the road in Texas. Yeah, that was huge. That was absolutely huge for the Astros. Because like they did, you were right. Like the first two games, they looked like they were in shambles. Like it was over. They couldn't do anything. And then they won two straight. And then last game was like, okay, it's like kind of a or no, I think it was the game before that where Altuve hit that three-run nuke, mm-hmm. like into the, like the thirty-second row of. We're talking about the ninth inning. Yeah. Ninth inning. Yeah, yeah, that was game where, game five. Game five, where he just hit an absolute piss missile into the back. And then my favorite was where they show him looking at an iPad. He looks like a little kid <laughs> that got iPad time because yeah. the way he's holding it and he's so short that like he's like leaning up onto the like the fence railing and he's like looking up at his little iPad. But uh, yeah, so whenever Altuve gets. Um, Gets home runs, he gets more iPad time to watch Coco Melon, I guess. But you know, they are uh, they are turning back into the wagon that we knew the Astros were at one point, um, which is kind of scary because I hate the Astros. Um, well, so what we were kind of saying is like, oh, it feels like the Astros like own October, yeah, in, in a mm-hmm. sense. Like we always joke, it's like the Phillies like Red October and everything, yeah. but the Astros have just been historically great, insane in October, October and in the playoffs, which and, they've been banging some trash cans, but we'll ignore that part. Yeah. And then it's <laughs> like for. I, one game, I, like I wasn't really concerned about for them for their sake. I don't really care about the Astros, but yeah. I wasn't really concerned about their play down one zero. I was like, okay, you know, it happens. Like you lose a baseball game, mm-hmm. and then it was two zero, and I was like, oh man, oh, they're gonna go. Bad, they're gonna yeah. have to go on the road. Yeah, and then they, I mean, they obviously win win the three straight, and now it feels like this game six, which is happening tonight on Sunday. So everything we say here again you'll be able to criticize us and what yeah, we exactly say. Yeah. you'll be able to absolutely rag on us if we're so far off because for all we know the rangers are just going to come out and hit like 10 home yes. runs in a game <laughs> that's exactly what i was going to say 20. it's <laughs> funny because you got framber on the mound tonight yeah and he did not have a good outing the last no, he time he not. pitched it was atrocious he got pulled after like two and a third or two and two thirds um inning so it'll be really funny to see what happens tonight because i again they the Texans. The Rangers could come out on the road, win a third straight road game, and all of a sudden we have a game seven on our hands, which that'd be really good for baseball. The series is really interesting, especially because it's a Texas matchup. I feel mm-hmm. like the travel's been short. You can have a lot of fans traveling between where the Texans play, which I think is outside Austin, yeah. and then going over to Houston. Like yep. You have some fan movement throughout there, so I think it's a really interesting series. Mm-hmm. I did want to mention, it's really off topic though. I hate indoor baseball stadiums. Yeah. I think they look so ugly. The domes like, are not it. They're and not it. What's weird too is like I know it's hot down like in the summer for those months, but 
I have to think of a better way to like make it like open. Like the Phillies, for example, gets cold in November. Yeah. We're like, oh, maybe it's too cold to be playing baseball out there. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not sure why their stadiums like is the heat really that bad that they can't play? I or... mean, depending on like I mean, if it's in Texas, like you can get up like at least over hundred degrees. Yeah. And, like if you're playing a double header, especially in like Texas, well, in Diamondbacks makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like you're in Arizona, like it's there's gonna be nothing out there besides sun. I think we just need retractable roofs. I the, think realistically that's gonna be the only thing that you can really Too much do. Money. Like, so, it's exactly they would never because do it. the the thing is about baseball, especially, is like as like a lot of these owners just do not like spending money, but the ones that do spend all of their money. Um, so you get these like very small market teams like in Arizona, or it's weird to say like a uh, Texas, like they're not as big of a market, which is insane to think about baseball in Texas, not being also, huge. I think it's just super strange that the team name is it's the, the Texas, Texas Rangers, Rangers. And then there's the Houston Astros, there's the Houston in Astros. The same state. Yeah. It's that's a, that's an odd one. They, weren't really thinking about that yeah. one no they didn't they didn't take many much but that. i do i do like their the idea of like their mascot being the like the texas rangers but like mm-hmm. you didn't really think too much about like oh yeah we might have like another team here eventually <laughs> but whatever we'll ignore that but yeah i think realistically the only way to really fix it is retractable roofs but oh, you're right Rush. They no not one spend they're not spending on money. they don't care they should though in the future they absolutely should i think there's a lot of talk about the a's getting moved to vegas if the if there's one team to do retractable roof, it, would, it could be Vegas. It could be yeah. Vegas. I yeah. thought it was already. Con- I think it's confirmed already. Yeah, it's confirmed. No, yeah, 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 yeah. it's confirmed. But they won't but move there for another year. Yeah, it'll though. still be because the. the I don't believe they have a stadium built. No, they have a land plotted out. Yes, they still need to build that. But I think you're right. Like even like to a certain extent of like being able to at least like block the sun yeah. in a certain way. Like it doesn't need to be a full retractable dome because that would be insane to try to do. But if you were at least able to like legitimately block the sun, at least cast some shadow onto the field, that would drop the temperatures by a significant margin. Mm-hmm. So like even if it's not a full retractable, but or at least just like a partial, like okay, well we at least are just trying to block the, as much sun as possible over on this side, and then once the sun starts going down, it gets pretty cold out west. Like once the sun goes down, so you don't really need to worry too much about like those later game slots. Um, but it, yeah, it's. The issue is always money. <laughs> no one wants to spend the money to make their athletes better, but they don't care because they just want more money. Yeah, I just hate looking at the stadiums. Like, they're just. So we talked. I think we talked about it in other episode. Tropicana Field is so <laughs> it's disgusting, disgusting, and just watching, looking at this baseball play. Meanwhile, you have good like Citizens Bank Park doesn't have like the best backdrop yeah. of any place. No, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good backdrop, but it's a decent backdrop, and yeah. I think just the vibes are different outside. Same thing. We we're we're in Pittsburgh. PNC Park is, is beautiful. Gorgeous. PNC is insane. It's arguably the best. Like, the Giant backdrop. Stadium yeah. is really nice. Uh, Colorado's Stadium, Rockies, where it's just yeah. the Rocky Mountains in the background. Uh, I know um, the Orioles at um, the Camden base- Yards. Camden Yards. They have another amazing backdrop there. So um, looks like. Uh, by the way, just sorry. Very quick side note. Looks wow. like we're going to get a barn burner here in Kansas City against the Chargers. Uh, it's already seventeen ten, and the Chargers just threw like a. Th- uh, probably like a 50, 50 60 yeah, yard yeah. pass right there. Uh, Justin Herbert threw an absolute Palmer nuke was there. Wide open. Wow. Um, oh, he's on my fantasy team. Cool. Anyway, moving on. Favorite <laughs> fantasy. Um, but aside from the stadium talk side, which I do like some stadium talk, I feel like the Astros are destined to win today. Yep. Like, it's hard when you flip mm. the momentum that hard. Yeah. I don't think so. The Astros are terrible at home. Like, well, they've been terrible at home after since they couldn't hit the trash cans. That's true. They were historically good with the trash can. Now they're not. Now they're not, which is kind of interesting, but whatever. The question is, the pitching matchup is in their favor, I would say. Mm-hmm. So that is true. I think I really want it to go seven. I think it would be fun. That would be awesome if it did. It's like, just kind of like, 
this overlap between the MLB, NFL, NFL and, and NBA, NBA now starting. Somebody yeah. ha- we have they have to figure it out because it's way too much going on right now. I could care less about the N- NBA season right now because it's just the starting. NFL is midway through and just crazy. Yeah, insane. And the MLB, especially being Phillies fans right now, it's it's like I don't I cannot focus on the NBA preseason yeah. at all. And the opening game. Opening games are this week at the yeah. tail end of the week, and literally the I mean the thing is about the NBA is like it's stacking up to be a really good season. It's, like yeah, it it's looks like season. very very interesting where a lot of like smaller like smaller market teams actually look really good. We got brand new storylines everywhere, but literally all anybody cares about right now is wait who just lost in the NFL? Wait, you're telling me the Bills just lost to the Patriots? What is happening? <laughs> meanwhile, no, that wouldn't happen. Meanwhile, Victor Wembanyama is jumping like 35 feet into the air and swatting a ball 10 rows into the back. Like back did, wall. Did you? He had the most crazy ninety seconds of basketball. Oh, I've saw. That. I've ever seen. No, so I saw somebody break this down. So I'm sorry to absolutely completely pivot off of baseball. I more than okay. Okay, NBA is my uh, thing. Yes. Okay. So just I don't. I'm not really a big NBA person, but watching Victor Wembanyama defending at the three point line at the top of the arc, have his foot on the line, reach fully over, smack a ball out of somebody's hands at the foul line turn start running have the, have his other players grab the ball him point up to an alley-oop when he's on the other three-point line then throw up a lob and him jump from like past the foul line and dunk is the craziest thing i've ever seen on a, like an it's, NBA it's ludicrous it's like what is this dude how is he possible like have his you, dimensions don't look like they should, they should work. It at doesn't all. make sense. Have, you, make any have sense. you ever played the Icebreaker game Ninja? Where you yes, people it, he, it he would looks be like undefeated. He at looks that. like he's playing that game, but in Ninja, if you're yeah. no one's familiar with the game Ninja, essentially you have to hold your stance and try to like lunge at another person's arm. But then when you lunge, you have to hold Here, form. It's like so. you have to like try to hit my hand and like mm-hmm. oh my god, just do the oh, thing. You want, okay, I thought you try were. to hit my hand. And then, so that it's like you have to like stay there. But he's always like stretching, where he's like yeah, moving everywhere. Feels, you can move, <laughs> but he does it in like he's doing it in real time, like extending his whole entire body to get it over to like wherever the ball is. And it just it makes no sense. He has a nine foot radius of, def- yes. of where he can defend. It's not fair. how and he can, is and how he can is defend fair? and he can it's defend both fair. the paint and the three point line because he can jump ten feet in the air and he covers so much. Like if you're in a pick and roll. And like Seth Curry, Draymond Green pick and roll, he can come up on Steph, but he doesn't even need to really leave Draymond because he just he can wait for recover help and then sink back on Draymond because he's freaking like he's what seven so one seven three, seven four seven, seven four, four a two hundred ten weight. Wow, jeez, um, that man needs a sandwich. So just I mean, absolutely nuts from preseason, but yeah, um, it's unfortunate just because I think the baseball playoffs could get more attention if. NFL wasn't going on, and I think that NBA is going to get no attention until, especially if you're looking at like the Sixers market right now. I don't Phillies think, are dominating that. Right yeah, now. I mean everybody from in within the Sixers organization has been talking about how there's not much interest in the Sixers right now because of what the Phillies are doing, which makes sense. But this issue could be avoided if the MLB season just ended earlier. Yeah, and not overlap with the NBA season. But I digress. Whatever. Um, Hopefully the Astros game is good tonight. Hopefully game yeah. seven comes up. That's, mm-hmm. I think that's what we're all hoping for. Game because it's just fun. Best two words in sports. Game game seven. seven. Um, moving on to the Phillies. It Raj. It's been a rocky ride. Yeah, those. Um, what was it? Game three. I don't know what happened in was Arizona. 
No, that was game four. So oh. game game. So right now the Phillies are up three two in the series. Mm-hmm. They were two zero, looking super duper strong in Philadelphia. Kind of looked like Arizona might lose in four. Maybe that game that series goes five. Mm-hmm. Garrett Stubbs is going to be jumping in the pool in the back of Coors Field, and then all of a sudden they lose game three, they lose game four, and not in games that you go. Arizona just outplayed them. Simply, it was game three. Game was tied going into like later innings, and Craig walks. They're walk. Sorry, they start walking guys. Oh, yeah. so, I remember so that. They they Craig walks too, and then Soto comes in at one point. Walks. <laughs> I think he walks a guy home, mm-hmm. and then Alvarado comes in and lets up a single into the outfield. So they put up two or whatever. That game ends like four two or whatnot. So bullpen kind of rough there. Then you have the turnaround bullpen game. Sanchez, starting pitcher for the Phillies, goes two goes three innings. Bullpen comes in and just an absolute disaster. I hope we left Kimbrel in Arizona. I I don't understand. Like we were up what five two at some point, something like that. that yeah, that five, game one? that game was our game. It wasn't like game yeah. four was that was the Phillies game to win. Yeah, we shot ourselves in the foot. That bullpen was a disaster class. Orion Kirkerin comes in, walks what four straight. I think you only walked two. <laughs> I don't know. It felt like four. It felt like four. <laughs> well, the problem the problem with the Phillies the whole time was they kept walking guys. Yeah. And like so you just can, giving them free bases. Exactly. You can understand when a pitcher might not have the command or the batters are just getting a good read and hitting balls into the outfield. But the problem was the Phillies were consistently getting guys on during the last two games yep. by walking them. And when you walk like especially when you walk the first batter in a count. One person on, no outs. Now the Diamondbacks are a really good stealing baseball team. You wouldn't mm-hmm. think it watching this series, yeah. But just a meltdown. I mean, that was like probably one of the worst moments I've ever had watching Philly sports was losing Game Four. I yeah. was just looking at my phone, absolutely distraught over yeah. what had happened. Of just watching them completely just give that game away. I yeah that sucked. Now fortunately they get they get Game Five. I that mean, was just huge. Do- dominated the game. Zach Wheeler. He needed to go seven or eight innings. He goes seven, doesn't let up a single run. I mean, yeah. a one one run, one run a solo, but, but yeah. solo home run. I mean, you can't ask any like that's a no. huge spot for your starting pitcher, knowing the bullpen is absolutely depleted, yep. and you get every single last drop out of him on the road to yep. win the pivotal game. And similar to the Astros series, it does not feel like the Diamondbacks are going to be able to get there. They're two too in deep Philly, in. and also the mm-hmm. thing is, is like I I have said this, um, but the atmosphere in what's the name of the philly state citizens, oh, citizens bank citizens bank it's genuinely one of the biggest home field advantages in sports like i have like i love watching baseball games like late in october whatever but there is no environment like that stadium where it is so unbelievably hostile but towards the other team but like the second that something good happens for the phillies it is like so unbelievably demoralizing here every single person screaming at the top of their lungs like every single time you see like a bryce harper hit let alone a home run it is the most demoralizing thing ever you could be only be down one nothing and it's like the game's over like mm-hmm. we just lost and there's never a moment where you feel like the phillies even if something bad happens are out of it they're are out of it happen. because they're constantly re-energized by the fans and also this baseball team was completely built around having the home field advantage i mean bryce yes. harper like and all these guys like bryson stott brandon marsh mm-hmm. Even Kyle Schwarber to a certain extent, yeah. like they all play off the crowd so well. And they are Philly players. And a JT is a good another mm-hmm. good example. Like 
they just feel like they were built for the crowd. Like Trey Turner kind of came in like the, just this year. Yeah. He doesn't really feel like, I mean, he's getting involved with the team, but doesn't feel like he necessarily plays off the home field crowd yet as, yet as much. But so that some of the other guys just feel like they're completely energized by the crowd. Oh, and yeah. Just play like a world better. Yeah. I and mean, Brandon Marsh just lives for the Philadelphia crowd. Oh, you yeah. Can, you can tell. I mean, same thing with Bryce is like, you'll, you'll like watch him hit an absolute nuke. And it's like, oh, this dude, like he is Philadelphia. Like, yes. yeah, he's the Philly scumbag <laughs> that like everybody hates. But Philly's like, I don't care. It's Philly against the world. We're hitting nukes. You can't stop us. Like, yeah. I am so grateful that Bryce Harper decided to join like the Philly sports community because mm-hmm. I really just cannot imagine. The he last... embodies like the city of Philadelphia it's... probably better than a lot of. Uh, pro- like uh, honestly, there aren't many Philly athletes that I can really attest to like truly embodying Phil. Like probably Jason Kelsey is another one, but like Hurts kind of he's getting there. he's getting there more. But he's also like he's also great for Philly because he's yeah. like calm and mm-hmm. isn't insane. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, which honestly is very good to have as a quarterback. So I mean, like, but truly embodying like that, I, I said it before, and I think a lot of people on the internet have already had this discourse. But like having that Philly energy, it's like it's something you can't really describe. But it's like Harper's a scumbag. He just has this, yeah. He yeah, has this slight edge asshole. to him where like, like yeah, he's so. Uh, what Garcia? Yeah. Um. Tra- trash talks him, and no, it wasn't Garcia, was it? Uh. No, it's not Acuna. Uh, uh, Ar- no. Arcia. 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 Um. Arcia trash talks him in the Brave series, and he just stares him around both times. Yeah. He hits double home runs. Yeah. But then also, if you listen to him in interviews, he's the most like calm, well mannered. Like, oh yeah. Calm like, presence in interviews. Mm-hmm. He's got the Philly fanatic sliding glove. He's got yeah. his cleats. Philly fanatic. He's got the. Is his arm brace like also green? Yeah. yeah or like it like just that. like yeah. It's all the small things he has like done for the Philadelphia sports. And yeah. I mean he's he's doing this all too with like it hasn't been a smooth ride. No. He got injured last year. Was DHing the entire playoff run. Yeah. This year he's playing first base. Yeah, because, because he he's coming throw, back from Tommy yeah. John surgery. I mean, this has not been like smooth sailing since he got mm-hmm. here. But he's, he's been, been patient. Like he's waited for the team to yep. spend money on him. And all of a sudden now you're potentially looking at back to back World Series and appearances. Appearances. Yeah. Yep. And he's I mean, it's just it's undescribable. I mean, he's it's definitely awesome. my favorite Philly athlete it's right awesome. now. Yeah, it's awesome. And one of the best ones we can we had in a while. So hopefully we take this in six. I said I think yes. the Philly should have won the series in five. If they win it in six, I won't be too mad. But if it takes seven. It'll be a big mistake. Yeah, mm-hmm. honestly, I think I think you guys got it in six. I mean, because I I personally don't have any beef with the Phillies because we're not rivals as Yankees fans, and also I do love watching just Philly go ballistic <laughs> at any point. It's so funny watching that city burn to the ground, whether it's good or bad. But I mean, I think you guys really do. Like, there's no stopping like the Harper Schwarber. Like, like there's no way that you are not gonna leave that game without one home run. There's no shot. No, like I there, there is going to be a like if I don't condone any sort of gambling that you can't do, but look, anytime home run for the Phillies, I don't know what the odds are. It's probably minus ten thousand. Hammer it, it will happen. Put ten thousand on it. <laughs> Put ten thousand on it. Get a dollar. I think Bryce Harper to get a home run is a that might be a lock. is a, is a is a is a lock. He it's, has to. Like, it's going to be an interesting too. And I mean, yeah. when you get to this stage in baseball where if you if you lose, you go home. Mm-hmm. You start pulling starting pitchers early. Bullpens come in. You're exhausting yep. guys. Yep. And I could very much see a world in which this game could get ugly, just because the Phillies can afford to keep Nola in for a couple yeah. extra games, try to play it out to mm-hmm. seven, and just try to win that game. But I mean, Diamondbacks, if you're the Kelly Kelly's pitching that game, 
if they go down to nothing, it could be a short leash because you can't lose. And I mean, Phillies have not been able to hit off the Arizona bullpen. It's actually been a little bit wild mm-hmm. to me because the Diamondbacks don't have a good bullpen. Mm-hmm. I mean, just pitch low and away, I guess. Well, yeah. it's okay. Pray. <laughs> Kelly got lead off home run by Schwarber. Yeah, sure did. Um, I guess we'll say it on the pod because I've already been clowning it for enough. So I was in our group chat. Oh, I was no. critiquing <laughs> Kyle Schwarber for his not as bad postseason, but a little bit of disappointing on my behalf postseason. And I don't want to say I caused it, but ever since I mentioned that Kyle Schwarber was having a little bit disappointing of a postseason, he's been nailed. Absolute hit, hitting piss missiles. The first bat, bat after I was like, you know what? Kyle Schwarber needs to play a little bit better. I didn't say he was bad. I said he needs to play a little bit better. And he walks after I said he didn't have a lot of walks. Uh, so Kyle Schwarber is 7 for 17, hitting 412 with five home runs. Uh, in five games in the NLCS, including a 461-foot home run. Yeah, I believe he's, I believe he's hit three home runs and walked a few times since I yes. made my he needs to play better comment. So I'll, I think he heard you. Yeah. He Philly, also had some contact singles and doubles somehow. Yeah. Philly, you're you welcome. Can thank me. You're welcome. That's you all can thank me. this guy right here. All I, of Philadelphia. I saved the Philly season. Yes. If you, if they win a World Series, I want at least one ring sent to him, <laughs> possibly multiple. All of the Philly we merch could, that you we have. Could, we could use a set for the pod. We could listen. Okay. I oh would not really enjoy a full Philly set, but I mean, if you want to pay for a set for us, I mean, I'm totally down for it or as much Philly merch as you want. But um, yeah. I'm sending this right to the media team. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Send this right to the media team that you fixed Kyle Schwarber. For sure did. Yes. All right. There we go. On the reason we're back. <laughs> <laughs> um, any World Series predictions? There's a lot of ambiguity right now. Because Phillies and six. Over... I don't care. <laughs> um, let's see. If it's Astros, we have home field, Phillies in six. Rangers, Phillies in games one and two will be in Texas. Three, four. Phillies in five against Texas. All right. I think I've come to the conclusion that I have a large bet riding on. A large free bet. I didn't actually put too much <laughs> money in. A large free bet riding on the Phillies. I think I'm letting it ride no matter what. I'm, I said it in the beginning of the year. I'm going to mm-hmm. let it ride to the end. Yeah. If I lose it, it'll be double negative because be my, my team would have lost and I would have lost. I wouldn't have lost any money, but I would have lost potential money. But man, if the Phillies win and I have extra money to go to the Phillies parade with, I there mean, you go. There you go. buy all the merch that it's they a have. power move. So that's 20 minutes on baseball. Never thought wow. I'd say that. Holy crap. Wow. We're well, talking about baseball. <laughs> baseball is so back. It's so back until it's completely over. <laughs> Um, shout out to the MLB for making rule changes and making the game more fun for everybody. This else. year was very good. Good job, guys. On to the NFL. Yes. Because we have said it every single week. Good the NFL Lord. the NFL has been weird, that the script writers have been great, and we don't know what to make of it. And again, this week comes through. It's not <sighs> we've only made it through the one o'clock games. And we're currently sitting in the four o'clock games. They're already insane. <laughs> and there's just everything is so strange and so weird. So we'll, we'll start with the Jag- Jaguars game. Jaguars beat the Saints on Thursday night football. That, that makes a lot of sense. That was a that was a predictable game. Yep. That was all right. Saints don't really look too hot on offense. They, they started pulling out some points uh, towards the end there. But it just always felt like the Jags were just like one step ahead. And they were just like constantly in the lead. Mm-hmm. And they never really lost that. Because like, like even if it got a little bit closer, it just felt like all right, the Jags are still like in control of this game, and that's just kind of what it felt like the entire way through. Um, Kamara had a uh, 
pretty average game, but for PPR, uh, he had 12 receptions. So he just completely stat padded there. Um, but he was, he actually looked a lot better than he did in the past. They were trying to getting, getting him in more ETN's been on a bit of a tear for Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. Um, Trevor Lawrence, he had a rough couple first weeks and he's been really good. since. he's really been turning around. Lawrence looked a lot better today. Um, Derek Carr just kind of looks out of sync with his receivers a little bit. Like yelling at Chris Olave. He was yelling at well, because Olave stopped running his route and then he was open, but then Derek Carr had to throw it out of bounds. So then everybody that doesn't understand football is like, oh, Derek Carr's getting mad at this guy and he threw it out of bounds. It's like, no, he threw it out of bounds because the guy stopped the route. Yeah. But whatever. Um it was just say, like, yeah. Yeah. Jags now a sneaky good five and two. Sneaky good five and two. And this is good because they've now kind of taken that handle over their division, yes, which finally. they didn't have before. Yes, they finally have, what do they got, like one or two games up on like the next closest or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they, so they, they've got a little bit more control. The, Texas, the Texans have their, I think they have a bye week this week. Yeah. So Texans, yes. Okay, we're not, not Texas, Texans. Um, so they have, so they have their bye week, so they could get a little bit closer, but. Two games uh, on the Texans. Yeah, two, right yeah, two games. So good for the Jags. I mean, everyone thought they were going to win that division, but it was a rocky start in the beginning. Yeah, but I think they're finally starting to pull away with their talent. Yeah. Um, I want to briefly mention the Saints. Because they're three and four, it kind of feels like they really don't have a chance. Like you don't really feel like, no matter even if they won their division, they have a chance to go far at all. No, because of the, the just the lack of relative talent. They are seventy million dollars over the cap next year. I don't know who they're paying. It's just like Drew Brees. Like, are they still paying him? I mean, they might be. They've Sean they've kicked, they've kicked this can down the road and for so long. For they're still over the cap in two thousand and twenty five as well. Not that bad, but that means they like they're over the cap already, which means they can't like they can't cut Derek Carr because his cap hit yeah for 2025 or 2024 like it's they cannot cap. physically keep it on Jesus Christ which is crazy because they still have like good skill position players but they're not relevant they're not going to be relevant this year they're not going to be relevant next year and they're in the most debt of any NFL team that's insane that's it makes no sense so the Saints have some things to figure out I think they should probably just try to like blow it up i don't like i i know i'm gonna say a lot during this podcast that they should like <laughs> should not have won games today or they should just blow it up but i believe the saints should really just like take their medicine they like, should have taken their medicine a long time ago. trade yeah. like a, a lot of teams would be interested in chris Olave. get like a first or something for him or who's their really good cam jordan cam uh, jordan yeah tackle just get him yeah. to a contender acquire picks clear out dead cap money like cut their car keep his cap rebuild quickly and move on i mean dennis allen's not a good head coach either like i just don't think you have a lot there yeah it's just it's they're finally paying for their cap and like they're just they're screwed and the reason i'm saying they should get blow it up is not because i think they're an irrelevant and horrible football team it's no. because they are they have no the cost of being yeah. okay is not worth is it. putting them in so much yep. debt yep and that's like that's the problem where it's not worth it to be good at all whereas there's different teams that we'll get to who are it's kind of okay that if they're okay at football this year. For example, the Texans who don't have their draft pick this year can be good because they're not paying a lot in the cap. Exactly. They have nothing to lose. They might as well build a good culture. Exactly. The Saints, on the other hand, are paying a ton of money to be Mid. okay yeah. at football. So it's just not worth it. Yeah. Um Patriots beat the Bills, and Jesus this is definitely Christ. the shocking result oh of the this definitely is How? the most shocking result of the week. Like hundred percent. Like watching that game, I was so I was watching red zone and um having them just randomly tune to the game and it was 10 nothing patriots i was like wait what like what's happening here and then patriots feel felt like all right they're in control they're in control they're in control they're in control bills finally broke through with that offensive talent it was like okay they're back they're they're in there they're steering it and then 
it was getting a little bit close and we're like, okay, I mean, Bill's defense, they're still good. They'll still be able to figure this out. And then Mac Jones finally decided to turn it around and put his talent to the test. He had a swagger going in the fourth quarter too. Like chip on his shoulder. His body language was extremely engaged. Yes. He was like chip on the shoulder. He looked like a bad man going out in that field. What was that? A seven plays. And I forget how long it took him to get it, down the field. It, it was just like, it felt like a Mac Jones. It felt like a Mac Jones led drive too. It yeah. felt like he orchestrated. It felt like yeah. that moment where like Patrick Mahomes is coming down the field and you know you can't stop him. It's just like there's like everything's just gonna go right because he's gonna be able to deal it to the exact right person and he's just gonna chip away at that at that lead and is just slowly working it down which mind you it's mac jones <laughs> he's not good Ow. it is the patriots offense he was throwing to nelson Aguilar. what is happening hey, that's a philly legend right there <laughs> Aguilar's on the ravens yeah Aguilar's oh he ravens. is on the ravens i'm stupid he used to be on the patriots um i forget it's oh, um jacoby myers yeah. yeah um jacoby myers Wait, no isn't jacoby myers on the raiders, raiders? Yeah, no, on raiders who is yeah. on the team <laughs> wait is it, I, I mean, know, I know, I know. Mike Kosecki was Kendrick going, Bourne. Kendrick Bourne, yeah. Devontae yes. Parker. Oh, Devontae Parker is on there too. Yeah, <laughs> is Kendrick Bourne on the hundred. They have hundred Henry and Mike Kosecki. No, on, no, no, Kendrick. Bourne's Kendrick Bourne still. Yeah, it's Kendrick. Jesus Christ, I'm naming every Kendrick Patriots Bourne, yeah. receiver that's no longer on the team. Every mid Patriots receiver from the last decade. <laughs> exactly. So it's Kendrick Bourne and Devontae Parker, two very good tight ends in um Kosecki and and Hunter Henry. Henry. Yes. So still got those two. Good Lord, finally got there. Um, but yeah, and it was Zeke at running back. Zeke at running back and Rashad Moore Stevenson at running back too. Zeke looks so much better than he has in the past. Yeah. Where in God's green earth was this Zeke? Where was this? What what were they feet? Did they just miss? Oh, sorry. Yeah, they, they green Bay just missed a field badly. goal at a, in a barn burner where it's six nothing against Denver. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was going on in Dallas, but they just like, did they not know Zeke still had anything left in the tank? Or are they just not using them right? I don't understand. I, I'm guessing it had to just be like the Tony Pollard, Dak Prescott, just type of like, I'm guessing it was just some like type of atmosphere. He was just like yeah. not engaged. Yeah. He, it but I don't know how he's engaged on the Patriots. New England Patriots. They're horrible. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on there. Like that's chip on the shoulder. I, that also could Maybe. be it. He's playing with more of an edge now. Maybe he's like, you know what? I got nothing to lose now. Cause like Dallas already kicked me out. Mm. So, you know what? I'm just going to try to beat the hell out of people in new up in new England. And they did. They punched Buffalo in the mouth the entire game for sure and went shot for shot with them and won. Like, period. It was a great game uh, for the Patriots. How just Josh Allen every <laughs> there it week. Is. Like, I say this every week. He goes out there. We're either going to see MVP Allen or we're going to see, huh, Diggs is somewhere out there. Just, just chuck it. it. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what he was doing. Yeah. Also, someone very underrated uh, that the Patriots just got back. JC Jackson. Yes. Looks very good out there. Hmm. Um, Chargers, what are we doing? Hmm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Could have really used him that safety in this game. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Well, he's a corner, but whatever. Well, same thing. Same difference. Whatever. I just, it feels like we can't trust the Bills again until they maybe have success in the playoffs. They're five and three right now. They were, I mean, we there was a brief period of time where we said they were the best team in the league and they lost to Jacksonville in London. And then and almost then, lost to the Giants at home. Almost lost to the Giants at home. They lose today, and now I think we're at the point where the, the Bills can no longer be considered a top five team for multiple weeks until they yeah. figure it out. Because yeah. as much as I want to say, like I understand playing the Patriots every week, 
you can lose to the Patriots because they have that guy coaching the football team who just got the yes. 300 wins today. Yes. And congratulations, Bill. I hate you. But and I know the Bills don't play well in New England routinely, but it's just an inexcusable loss in a conference where you can get wins and in a division where you kind of have it under control. Now, if the Jets win next week, they're a game back of you. Yeah. Like that's you just should, don't want to have this country. So you want to get the first seed, make teams come to Buffalo, stop having to play in Arrowhead or play in uh, Cincinnati for mm-hmm. these playoff games. And so I just think they, they need to prove themselves like I they do. Yeah, because they had their Super Bowl window that like closed apparently is closing shut very fast. I don't know what's going on because they made it to the AFC championship game and then they've every year progressively gotten further and further away mm-hmm. from that championship game and at this rate. We they might be in the, the wild card at this rate because they truly might not even win their division. Because yeah. if the Jets keep playing the way they're playing, like they are gonna win games. They're not gonna be good games, but they're just gonna keep winning. They did, yeah, they don't the Jets just need to win football games if Aaron Rodgers can potentially come back. The Jets schedule coming up because I know they're playing the Giants next week. That's a, an incredibly winnable game for them. Incredibly, yes. They they should absolutely beat the Giants. And that period. that offense Where is are they it, playing the Giants at? It, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Um, Sorry, I, <laughs> I almost I almost said out loud that life, <laughs> and I and it would have been because I thought of the Giants, not because of where exactly. the Jets play. Oh, yeah, the play, oh, the play in MetLife. Oh wait, um, yeah. So they're playing at the Giants. They yeah. could beat the Chargers because, for all we know, who knows? Yeah, we'll see how today they goes. could beat the Raiders. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they they're going to beat the Raiders. Are horrible. We'll, so we'll get into that. they'll probably split with the Bills. At least I'm. Or they, yeah, the I think the Bills again. will beat them. For the Bills' sake, I'm saying they're going to split. I mean, Dolphins. Let's man. let's for a minute though imagine a potential world in which they lose to the Jets again because now the Jets oh, are going to. Yeah, there's. It's going to be a really rough ride because then. the Jets' end of the schedule is, is very so. At, so hard. they do play. So they play Bills, Dolphins back to back. That's going to be a hard two. Yeah, games. That's tough. But then they have Falcons, Texans, uh, Dolphins, Dolphins again, but, uh, Commanders, Browns, Browns, Patriots. Those are yeah, some. Yeah, there's yeah. some wins. There's a lot of wins in there that they could pull and out. And Wilson's there. looking a lot better. Wilson's now. looking better. And Rogers with his voodoo magic, whatever, whatever he's doing, could ritual be back. he's performing in like dungeons <laughs> dolphin of, noises. Yeah, some the, stuff. yeah, the I rituals of du- the dungeons of MetLife. I don't know what's going on down there, but he's doing something that's working. You have, you're an athletic chair. Yeah, he's just like hovering. It's just like Un- eyes rolled into his head. Unfortunately for the Jets, they're just gonna get no update on Aaron Rodgers and when he'll be ready until like. I don't think there will be a legit update until like December first. Yeah. And as much as uh, there's been a lot of research, like people going research, medical world's kind of been going crazy because like there's the overreaction from the general population, which is like no one ever recovers from the Achilles that fast. And all the doctors are like, well, it's possible. If you you look at the recovery from a speed bridge procedure, which is a new type of Achilles procedure, this is pretty on track, just a little bit faster. So it'll be curious to see when he can come back out. The big question will be he will never he won't be right 100 percent healthy for the season. But uh, does he come out at 60% mobility with a ton of ankle wrap yeah. on his Achilles to be sure that he just can stand in place and throw? Sorry to interrupt, but uh, Travis Kelsey touchdown. All right. Everybody get ready for the Taylor Swift memes. Yep. They're going to be glorious. Uh-huh. Um, Hugging Donna Kelsey. No, they're already showing Taylor Swift. Also, Kenny Pickett rushing screen. touchdown. Yes. He's the goat. The Steelers um, anyway, are back. <laughs> He's the goat. I will hear nothing else. Um, <laughs> Pit legend. Uh, um, Russ sucks. Russ sucks. Um, so does Jordan Love. Yep. Um, I did also want to mention about the Patriots game. Yes. Because I mentioned it last time. This is low-key a bad win from the Patriots. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, my God. No. Here we go. <laughs> like, 
You had a chance to have one of the worst records in the league, and you could go draft Caleb Williams. And Belichick would never do that. But Mac Jones is the truth. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I just feel like you pick up yeah, two and five, and yeah. it's just like you didn't need to. But I understand that you're trying to win football games. It's just like yeah. your team would have been better off losing. But, but I know I know that's not fun. But it's funny. It is funny. <laughs> anyway, this crazy vibe change. If you can talk about any team who went from like spirits are super high to spirits are super low, it's the Lions. Getting destroyed by the Ravens, thirty-eight got, to six today. I know I say this all the time. They got pantsed. Yep. They went out there on national television and got pantsed by the by the Ravens. <laughs> and it, like it wasn't, it wasn't like the. There are some people two weeks ago being like low key. The Lions might be like top five, top ten. Yeah. Then oh, last week, what <laughs> you mean no, us? No, no, two weeks ago we weren't saying that. Oh, yeah, last yeah. week, yeah. Then it was like very popular to say the Lions were top five, and you would have been correct in stating that. Now. Well, I mean, the Lions just got mollywopped by the Ravens. Yeah, that I was. Mean, I was watching that red zone while doing some work, and I'm like, "What is going on with the Lions? Like, they they go on this what four game win streak? Yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah, they, they'd only lost to the uh, Seahawks. The Seahawks in, 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 in week two. Um, so, uh, Mark Andrews on National Tight End Day uh, had 22 fantasy points, two touchdowns, uh, 62 yards. I think on four catches. Which is yep. insane that he had that many fantasy points, but you know he decided to ball out his national tight end day. Happy yeah. tight end day to everybody that celebrates. Um, and the Raiders tight end dropped the first down. And never Kelsey. saw the ball again. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh boy. It, it felt like this game was coming though. Like it felt like they were going to come back yeah, down to earth. It felt like bit. people like it felt like the Lions and Ravens were on very similar pedestals, but uh, the Lions were being considered yeah. better than the Ravens. Then the Lions come into the Ravens' house and they get and they get destroyed. Absolutely smoked. And it was, I mean, it wasn't even like it's closer than it seems. It was 38-0. Yeah. Garbage time touchdown, which shout out to Jameer Gibbs. Finally found the end zone. Fantasy owners, we are no yeah. longer in the We back. We back. We're back. Jameer Gibbs is finally seeing the field. And um, next week, he won't. Yeah, no, he won't. Anyway. But Ravens now are a bona fide top five team. I don't. I don't see a way they're not in the top five. It's because I hate doing it, but the, the no, body of right. work. You're right. Because yeah. the issue is that like this, we, we actually talked about this before we got on here today, but like it genuinely feels like the quality of NFL play has gone down. I think mostly because people overthink it a lot more than they should be, which is why I absolutely love the Eagles tush push or brotherly shove because it's like, Hey, we got a lot of strong guys. Let's just put our strong quarterback behind them and just push forward and get it, get a first down. Like I, that's the thing that always drives me insane is where I watch like fourth and one and they go into shotgun. It's like, you're not going to get that. Like defenses are designed to stop a pass play. Why are you not just pushing? Or forward? when teams are doing like when people come on an end around and like try to like fake pitch it or yeah, it's like, or, like stop all this complicating this. Like you have talent. Just use that talent. I understand defenses are. I think it's mostly because defenses are finally getting to the point where they're able to counter these fast-paced offenses because we've seen it where, um, I mean, Miami is kind of a different story because they literally just have the fastest human beings like on the planet, basically. Obviously not the fastest, the legal dudes, whatever. But like the fastest people that we can put in on the football field, they're just running around. Like that's a whole new strategy that no one's really seen before. Like, yeah, I mean, if you look at their like from a track perspective, if you look like their track PRs from when they were in high school like, and college, I mean, it's just they're extremely fast individuals for like from in football and track and field, and yeah. they're all on one team playing yes. two wide receivers and a running back. 
and even both their running backs are extremely quick. Yeah. So, I mean, the because I feel like teams are get, being able to counter kind of like the, I, I say older, but it's like the sort of like Buffalo and Kansas City styles that what from what it used to be, where it's like you have like one guy like taking off the top of the defense, then you have just a bunch of underneath routes and stuff. Defenses are slowly evolving and like they're using different types of stunts, different types of like fake pressures. Their defenses are getting smaller overall. Like players are just getting faster. They're no longer like those big bruising linebackers. It's much more of like a Fred Warner where he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, he's only 235, 240 pounds, but he runs a 4-4 and can get all over the field and still hits like a truck. So it's just very different now. And I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> You're saying the play of the NFL is down. Yes. Play of the NFL is down mostly because we're seeing a lot more defensive heavy games. It's just yep. like it sucks because it's not as fun to watch if you're like kind of just watching the game because you want like touchdowns. It's just more entertaining. But when you see those very defensively centered games and then a lot of the times it's making the offense make the mistakes. It's you let yep. them overthink it, like just sit in your zone, do your job and just let them make a mistake. Well, this is why we've been talking about how if you don't have an elite quarterback, you're going to really struggle. And it's because exactly. the defenses have been able to figure out the quarterbacks who aren't so great. So mm-hmm. when you look at the next game, which is the Falcons and Bucks, both defenses are very easily able to handle Baker Mayfield and Desmond Ritter because they don't have the top end talent. So we'll go over to that game real quick. And the stats for both quarterbacks weren't terrible, but it's very clear that Desmond Ritter, number one, is not the quarterback for the Falcons nope. and he won't be. And then number two, while Baker can be a good story and whatnot, he's still not great because they aren't able to elevate their team's and their players over the top. I mean, Falcons have an okay defense. The Bucks have a good defense, I would say. But 16-13, it's not a great game. And I yeah. mean, kudos to the Falcons. You go 4-3. and three, You're now leading the AFC South. NFC. Oh, NFC South, yeah. Both the Souths are terrible. Yeah, they, they are. <laughs> the <laughs> NFC South is... It's, that one's abysmal, but whatever. Um, remember how we were saying the Bucks were going to be so good? Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> It but, was hey, it was an overreaction. <laughs> it, was an overreaction. It, was an o- it was in the overreaction segment yes, for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um that's where my Kyle Schwarber take belonged to. <laughs> exactly. But um yeah, we also just cursed Baker Mayfield. I'm so sorry, Baker. <laughs> Oops. Um, Honestly, though, like everybody in the media is cursing were Baker we, Mayfield. Were we even surprised? Really, not really. But no. um yeah, I mean it's it's just I don't know what has been going on because like I feel like honestly, I genuinely feel like we were almost spoiled a little bit. Because, like, when you really look at the talent in the NFL at the quarterback position that we grew up watching, it is insane. Yes. We had almost, like, half the teams had a Hall of Famer quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was like, so what? We had Ben Brady. Roethlisberger. Brady. Tom Brady. Breeze. Breeze. Manning. 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 Both Manning. Mannings. Um, we had Michael Vick. Yes. Yep. Um, we had, who else? Who else? Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, Rivers. Matt Ryan. Yes. Um. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Was, yeah, he, he was, was really decent. good. Joe Flacco is a Super Bowl MVP. He's a Super Bowl MVP. Are <laughs> you think about who? It, Cam Newton for his stretch Cam in those games. Alex Smith. Yep. Matt Alex Ryan is also an NFL MVP. Colin Kaepernick. Yep. Yeah. Like early Russell Wilson. Yeah. Oh yeah, Russell, like, I forgot about Russ. Yeah. Um, um, we had the random uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick amazing <laughs> games that he would have every once in a while. <laughs> I mean, like you had Mark Sanchez uh, for like one year. <laughs> you but could, like you just felt like other guys could come in and play the quarterback position well. Like it is the barrier. I don't know if it's the defense. I don't know how the game is changing. This what's way, happening? But the barrier to be a good quarterback in this league is getting so hard because even when you start looking at um, 
the pocket pass I mean, is dead. We were saying that yeah. Jared Goff has been playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And then he just gets demolished. And he gets demolished today. Now you're like, oh, we're left with like Pat, Joe. Not even Joe right now. Yeah. Yeah, but when Joe's out. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat, Joe, Josh Allen when he's not being like dumb. Herbert, Herbert. to an even bigger extent of when he's And then he's not I would say idiot. after that, there's a huge uh, Trevor. And after those five, maybe there's a big gap. And then like Lamar, maybe. Yeah, just of like Lamar pure and Jalen Hurts, who Tua. hasn't been playing well this year. Like, oh wait, Tua actually, yeah, yeah this yeah. season. But even, up but even there, five, it's but. just like you're, you get you have so many questions. There's one guy in the league, two guys in the league. I don't have question marks about, and it's Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, um, is, it's his calf right it's, now. It's clearly his calf injury, I think, yeah. and he doesn't still doesn't have an offensive line. Um, yeah. But other than Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, there's not one guy in the league where I'm like, I know he'll get the job done at the end of the day. Yeah, there's nobody that like there's nobody like when you get the ball in their hands. Oh, I also just forgot Matt Stafford because he's literally still playing. Oh, oh yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's literally yeah. still in the league. But um like because I was just about to say where like it's there's so few of those players left that's like when the ball is in their hand, it's like, okay, they're gonna do well. They're they're gonna drive down the field, they're gonna score. Like when Brady, or, they're, or they're just not gonna have like a terrible game out of the blue for no reason. It's like at minimum they're gonna be a game manager. And that was like a whole thing for a long time. Like, oh, this quarterback's not good. They're just a game manager. So they just win games. Like, who cares? Well, that's like the whole party debate, right? Is like because p- people have been questioning like, Purdy, like last is pick he, in the draft, whatever, is he good or not? Yeah. It's like, well, he's lost one regular season game and he's played 13 of them or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. 13, 14. Like, um, yeah, he's played a lot of regular season games. Only a lost lot of teams one. would kill to have a guy like that. That was, I mean, that was Eli, like Eli Manning for a lot of his career. For like so. the se- definitely the second half of his career was he was much more of a game manager. But it's like if you're winning games, it, who cares? If you're a good manager, then and you win games, then that's who cares? You're doing your job. Yeah, you might not be excellent. You might not be a Hall of Fame, but you're also not throwing the game away. Yeah, that's the that I think is the big difference. We see so many guys throw the ga- game away. I mean, we can just. Everybody was trying to throw the game away in the Commanders Giants game. Yeah, everybody was trying to throw the game away in the Browns Colts game. Yep. There's co- even though that score that game was high scoring, there were so many mistakes across the yep. board. Just and it, Bucks, it just constantly Falcons, happens. Another one, like those Patriots. I mean, the Patriots fumbled the ball. Patriots. I know it's not like a Mac Jones error, but the Patriots fumbled the ball. Josh Allen in the game throwing the ball wherever. Yeah, it just happens all over the place. And I don't, I don't know what it's for. I don't know. I don't know. I what don't you know. account for it, but it just feels like. I feel like the Chiefs are just going to win the Super Bowl again because there's going to be one guy in the league who's <laughs> just gonna not going to be an idiot. Not going to be an idiot for four straight games, and of course it'll work out. Knock on wood, because at this rate, everybody's just going to throw the ball yeah. away. Because like, and that's the whole thing is like Jalen Hurts last week against the Jets. It was like what happened? Exactly. You know? Yep. Like his whole thing is that it's like when what made him an MVP candidate was that he just made the right decisions when he needed to make them and didn't mess up. And it's like okay, if nobody's open, I'm just going to run and get three or four yards. That's it. And then for some reason, he's chucking up like four picks, basically. He was Chandler's inner Josh Allen that whole game. Yeah. I don't know why he had to. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I don't really, know I really I don't know what's happening. If any, if anybody knows, sense. if anyone, if any smart football people have, like, if a there's answer. any NFL uh, coaches watching this, please uh, shoot me a DM real quick. Yeah. Shoot us a DM <laughs> yeah. on the pod. Please explain yeah. to us why, why this is Suddenly happening. There's like a few quarterbacks in the league we can actually trust. Yeah. I just want to talk to Arthur Smith about his decision <laughs> with Bijan Robinson today. If you knew he was sick, why did you activate him? Why did you give me the false hope that my fantasy team could win it in two leagues this week? Because Bijan was playing the Bucks, and I thought he was going to pop off. Arthur Smith. 
Yeah, <sighs> also, that's from me, too, because Bijan was in one of my leagues. Yeah, that's, so also, that's, that's also, just one that's for me. That's also from me. The whole, the whole Talking <laughs> no. Curry podcast. Yeah, is. just a uh, quick little... Uh, you are a hack, Arthur Smith. I hope you lose your job. Well, you like, should not be a head coach. Although, we should, <laughs> although, like, I know NFL coaches aren't, like, concerned about fantasy football. Like, re- like really... Come on! Strong. Like, suiting up a guy for a game that he has... He's not going to play. Like, I mean, let's four snaps. Like, he is your starting running back. You have to let people know, regardless of anything. Well, I, well, the whole thing is like, okay, well, maybe the defense is going to be trying to wonder if Bijan's going to play, whatever. But like at that point, like if he's not playing, they don't care. Yeah. Just deactivate, <laughs> just deactivate him five minutes before the start. Not like, yeah. it's not like the Bucks are going to be like, guys, 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 guys. We got to oh rewrite our five entire- minutes. We need to do all our research to stop Tyler Algier. Like, no, it was probably going to be the same game plan. It was going to be the same thing, and then it's like, okay, we don't have to worry about Bijan now. Now we don't have to worry about Bijan, yeah. one of their better weapons. Okay, let's focus on Kyle Pitts. Yeah, that was messed up. And oh. also, they were going to do that anyway when they saw he wasn't on the field. Yeah, like, they're like, not yeah. going to keep their defense in and like <laughs> tell them to run a play to counter Bijan if Bijan's not playing. Doesn't really make sense. Don't worry. Yeah. No, I, this is what was going through Arthur Smith's head. He put on Bijan for a couple snaps and had him just run out into the flat. That's all he yeah. did. He thought he was distracting something. Because, but it, too bad you have Desmond Ritter at QB who throws absolute really lasers to the defense. Yeah. I hate Arthur Smith. Who even won that game? I don't even know. Sorry. The uh, Falcons won. Falcons won. Wow. I wouldn't even know. Young Wick, who had a game winning field. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Now it I remember. Such a terrible game. God. Ugh. Peter, you love to talk about <laughs> games that nobody wants to win. Oh, Giants Commanders? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Um, Yeah, so that was probably one. I mean, okay, look. Every single year, the NFL, for some ungodly reason, decides to televise Commanders versus Giants. Please stop televising it. (laughs) Nobody wants to watch it. I promise you. It is every year for the past at least three years has been the most disgusting and rancid games to watch. The worst football you could possibly see. But... This game, okay. Giants get up to a 14 to nothing lead. Holy crap, this looks like a game. Maybe the Giants will actually just blow a team out. One with No. Think. No, they won't. Because it's the New York football Giants. They refuse to do that. So then they decide, hey, let's just stop playing offense. <laughs> and that's exactly what they did. They stopped playing offense, and then suddenly... The commanders get back into the game. Huge swing of momentum when Sterling Shepard decides, hey, I'm just not going to catch this punt. Why are we going to let it hit me right in the face? <laughs> and then that happens. They recover it on the, in the red zone. Defense tries to hold for as long as possible. They eventually get in score, whatever. And then it was 14 to 7. And then nothing happens until the end of the fourth quarter. <laughs> and then the commanders are inside the red zone. And they absolutely butcher a fourth down uh, conversion. Uh, Sam Howell is no longer the truth. I'm very sorry to say the Giants. That was a decent pass to Dotson, bro. He, that was so far behind him. I, he almost got killed though. I he would have gotten obliterated. I don't know if he was hanging on to that. If the ball was out there, no, no, I'm saying Sam Howell almost got sacked. Sam Howell almost got obliterated by Isaiah Simmons. Yes. He spun out of there through a pass to uh, Dotson, which Dotson then would have gotten obliterated by Pinnock. Uh, Pinnock, which I mean, Terry McLaurin was getting destroyed the entire game as well. He was. Um, Deontay Banks actually locked him down like basically all game, which was very impressive. But then the one play where Terry got the ball and he got just yes. destroyed from the yes. back. I cannot believe yeah. he held on to that ball. Yeah, that was a that was a great catch. I think that was like one was like a twenty seven yard catch. He or had something. like three catches for like seventy three yards or something for the game. Yeah, and I think I think Deontay Banks was uh, was only on for that one play. I think 
So very good job. By Something Banks. is going right for the Giants. Holy crap. Oh, my God. Who would have guessed? Um, but anyway, not, not that you care. Not that I care anyway. Um, but watching the end of that game. Oh, my God. So there are I think there's 53 seconds left in the game. The commanders have two timeouts. The Giants start kneeling the ball. That is that. not enough. That is too much time to start kneeling the ball. So they're like, oh, wait, what are we doing? We need to figure this out. So I guess they're trying to do the thing where like they just hold on to the ball for as long as possible and then knee it to force them to take the timeouts. But here's the thing. That's still not enough time to no. burn. So what happens is on fourth down or on third down, I guess, they take that final knee, whatever, and they burn as much clock as possible. And there's 33 seconds left on the clock. But a Washington player goes down. <laughs> so then the clock stops at 33 seconds. So the Giants now have to then punt the ball. But oh, wait, the play clock resets because it is a defender that goes down in a fairly obvious way that he wasn't hurt. It's very obvious that he's just trying to take a dive to stop the clock. The play clock resets and then there's a runoff. So now the Giants can just sit there and do literally nothing for 33 and, seconds and let the game and clock they were run deep out. In their zone. Like, that's a dangerous punting situation. They were on their own two yard line. <laughs> Like that was an extremely dangerous like like cook up whatever special team play you got like you can make like you could change this game and flip it around. It is crazy that they were able just to get out. Stop airing these games. Stop putting them on TV. It's so ugly. I mean, the Giants' defense played great, but I mean, again, it's it's the Commanders. It's the Commanders' offense. They're not good. Like, yeah, the G the Giants' defense really was getting home. I think they had like at least five sacks during the game. Whatever. I don't really care. That <laughs> offense was putrid. Um, Jalen Hyde had some great catches. Um, he almost had a one-hander. That was crazy. I, he almost had an I, absolutely nasty I thought the Giants' skills players played great today. Waller got going. Barkley was going pretty decent. And then Jalen Hyde played. But was they just well. couldn't get him the goddamn end zone. Oh, no. Taylor and Brittany have a handshake. They do? No. No way. No. No. Is it, is it, it just tough? happened. And she's friends with Jax. No. <laughs> oh no so for anybody who's wondering uh, apparently taylor swift and uh britney mahomes have a their own special handshake just like all the nfl players do i think that's probably the meme and then taylor swift then turns around and high fives none other than jackson, jackson mahomes. mahomes oh no <laughs> that man is a predator and deserves to be locked up i didn't even know he was i didn't see him in a lot of games recently that's there's a reason why I, well, I know ended. but yeah because he aggressively sexually assaulted a woman and didn't have any charges pressed on him because uh, that person received death threats from his fans, so she couldn't press charges. I hate you, Jackson Mahomes. So, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> We're going to spend as much as 30 seconds on this game. Bears beat the Raiders 30 no to one 12. Cares. No one cares. The Raiders no are so, 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 so bad. Okay, Raiders are bad. That quarterback might be the truth to beat Justin Fields out for a job. And just yeah, this is horrible for Justin Fields. I mean, we've talked about how bad of a season he's had, but yeah. when you're backup when your backup quarterback comes in and just plays as good as you could have played you've lost your job yep anyway he had 53 friends and family members there to watch him put up a lot of points which was awesome but um the raiders you're getting sent to the sec at this rate yep and really cool for an undrafted kid to awesome awesome to story play. awesome story there for him i'm so happy that he was able to do that yep but where do you go to college no one cares um, <laughs> I do. 
do your independent research and get back to us. <laughs> um, Browns beat the Colts 39-38. And I'm just going to like, it's, this is the weirdest game of the week to me besides the Patriots-Bills game yeah. because the Browns defense oh, had historical grades through the first six weeks. And then they let up 38 points to the Gardner Minshew led Colts. It just, it doesn't make any sense. And then they end up pulling out a win with PJ Walker because Deshaun went into concussion protocol, then just sat out the second half because he didn't feel like it. And the Browns still win in a high scoring game and the ref bails out the Browns at the end. It, Two it just, bad penalties at the end there. Um, one of them was kind of debatable whether or not it was holding or PI, but they called it PI even though it was an uncatchable pass. But I guess they must have thought it was catchable because they saw a Browns fan in the stands. They must have thought that he was a receiver and it was catchable, whatever. Uh, there was also just like, I think it was like illegal contact or something mm. that was just atrocious. Whatever. They get bailed out. Horrible. Um, but I mean, if you're the Colts, like you just, if you have the lead like that, you got to find a way to win. Like, cause you gotta, cause look, your defense is amazing. You're doing decent against the Browns for a lot of the time, but you're, you're bending and then you're breaking. Cause I get the whole idea of like, all right, Ben, don't break. You got to kind of like take what, uh, take what you can do. The offense is going to be able to get down the field a little bit, but you gotta be able to make the, like those plays when it counts. And like, I know it sucks in the red zone where you're really, you're really, really trying, but you can't like, you know, you know, the refs are going to be so flag heavy in the end zone. Like, you know, that's going to happen. And it's the complete polar opposite of what the refs were doing against the Giants last week. I know this doesn't make any sense, but you need to be like hands off. If you see the ball flying over your head, just get off them. Just don't even try to do anything. Yep. Like, I know it sucks. I know it's probably completely unfair for me to say this on a chair in the middle of Pittsburgh, but it's, you know, of all times, the refs are going to be throwing flags there because they're going to favor the offense. That's mm-hmm. just how it works. Yep. And and it sucks. I hate yeah. it, but that's just how it works. For the Browns, it's a crucial win because it keeps they them in a division contention. That. I mean, yep. Steelers are playing right now in a winnable game. They're losing right now, but they're it's a winnable game. Mm-hmm. You needed that win, especially coming off of a bye week. Yeah. Um, so big win for them for the Colts. It stinks. I will just keep making the argument that it's better for the Colts to lose and get a good draft pick to protect Anthony Richardson, which I, I agree with that. But I think the way that they that that game ended just sucks. Yeah, was, I mean, there's a there is a taste of like, that's just a hor- that leaves a horrible taste ball, in the, like in the yeah. players. I mean, like if you're Shane Steichen, who I'm rooting for, how do you go back to the locker room and tell, tell your team? You did great, guys, but we, we got hosed. Yeah, exactly. Like, so very yeah. frustrating. Raj, would you like to do a four o'clock game rundown real quick and we can give some reactions yeah, on what are the, some what early are the scores, scores right. right now? So I've been watching all these games going on and uh, Chiefs, um, wow, Chiefs Chargers is actually a really good game. 24-17, right? Yeah, uh, I think the Chiefs sell the ball. It was almost a fumble, but incomplete pass. That's a really good game going on right now. Mahomes, yeah. and, Mahomes looks great. Kelsey's going off. How does uh, Herbert look? Herbert looks really good right now. Yeah. So he's we're clicked. actually having a shot. It's a good game. Felt like this was probably the first game on the Chiefs schedule where they really need to play a good football game. I mean, the Chargers are a good football team, so mm-hmm. despite their record, so I'm not going to say they need to go out and like win big to make a point. But this was the game where they need to start. It's going to be a lock, They yeah. need to finally start locking in and mm-hmm. getting their offense going a little bit, and not kind of like they, it felt like they were floundering around yeah. for the first half of the season. Yeah. Uh, Cardinal Seahawks. It's just a it's a back and forth right now. I think the exactly Cardinal what I expect from a Jonathan Gannon <laughs> one in five football team. Cardinals are down ten seventeen right now, but 
Dobbs is driving down the field after he just got Oh, don't worry. I'm sure they'll lose by like three points. As soon as I said that, he just got murked by four people. And Jamal Adams punched him in the side of the head yep. um, while trying to get a ball out, maybe. I don't really know what his logic was there. Fourth and two. Uh, Seahawks and the ball back. Anyways, uh, Packers-Broncos moving on. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's currently 9 nothing yeah. in Packers-Broncos. Three field goals. What I do want to say, though, is it feels like some of these Broncos players are auditioning to the trade deadline in yeah. nine days. That's what I, it looks like. Yeah. Because I think, didn't they say everybody was available, essentially? Yeah, the mm-hmm. report was everyone was available. I was thinking, Cor- I saw Cortland Sutton catch a pass on the way over here. He's a huge guy that could be traded. I swear to God, if he ends up on a good team and he starts popping off, I'm going to be so mad. The Chiefs? Dude, if he ends up on the goddamn oh God. Chiefs. It, the oh, league- we did this with Jerry Judy last yeah, year. You don't need to do it again. Oh, whatever. But I, the Chargers really needed Eckler back. Just forgot Chargers that. Well, I guess like let's back. let's do a little exercise. We go around the league real quick. Like, what? Where could these Broncos receivers, Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, who I think are both evenly ranked, yeah. probably in my head, like what teams could really use their services? Going Carolina the, needs a receiver. Aside from, aside from the Chiefs, because we've been. I'm I'm okay. So here's my thing: it's like you have those bottom feeder teams that might trade for them, but I'm thinking, what contenders? could trade for them right now like what big because there's always this big deadline move that pushes the super bowl champion eventual super bowl champion over the top because here's my thing the so the broncos are very are not likely to trade in division they're less likely to trade in the afc i do agree they're more likely to trade in the nfc i would be terrified if either jerry judy or Corlin Sutton ended up on the 49ers yeah i would too i just don't know that team does it with the money with the cap because they're going to lose. They would find a way, bro. I know. Yeah. Wait, aren't they both on rookie deals? They are, but they'll have to pay. Like, mm-hmm. Very soon, they'll have to be on a bigger contract. Oh, so you, you sign them be a one-year deal. Yeah, it would, it would be the rental. Yeah. I think Ravens are super interesting. Ravens, Ravens. are a really good shout. That's mm-hmm. a really, really good one. Because, I mean, because they're, they're a little bit more veteran than Zay Flowers. Have, so you'd have yeah, like a they Zay. Have Odell, but like he's been playing fine. But you like, feel a lot more confident about like a Zay Flowers, Jerry Judy, Odell, Mark Andrews type of or receiving core. Or replace him with like a Cortland Sutton. Yeah. yeah. Like whatever. Yeah. I feel like that would make your team a lot better they and would give be a your lot offense better. a dynamic to it. Um, Loki, Seahawks low-key too. Seahawks honestly. could. Browns could. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of just like other uh, teams that are coming. Giants, maybe I mean, if they can steal somehow. Yeah, I, I don't want to say like this wouldn't put this particular team like make them that much better, but for the Patriots, it could be almost a way to give yeah. Mac Jones a last ditch. Like we're giving hey, you another yeah. small weapon. Hopefully this can turn it around because mm-hmm. he is playing for his job. Yeah. It's like we're going to give you as big, as best of a chance as possible to keep your job. Now it's on you. Um, I think players on defense i i mean if they're trading everybody pat sertan could go somewhere for like a maybe a first no a pat sertan's a guaranteed first like yeah n- he'll be a first and something else i'm trying to think of like what defenses might need a corner do they I have mean, any good linebackers on the broncos uh kind of not really anybody that you would want in the eagles i guess that's Safeties. what you're wondering uh uh justin simmons yeah i mean but the, he's already on a big contract you're not yeah, gonna be able to afford him that's true um if anybody if you're gonna go for anybody you're gonna go for buddha baker because he's like yeah. kind of like i would take buddha i'm fine with that yeah but i don't I don't know if the cardinals are gonna trade him i think they're gonna keep him. i don't know sirianni gannon i don't know if he, boys I don't, I don't know if he's gonna send him uh, send one of his best players away though that's yeah but he took Kaiser white from i us, i don't so. see i don't see gannon trading away defensive guys i think because he is i a think defensive i guy. truly believe gannon's on that team to have a bad year this year get a good draft pick and flip this team around in one or two more years. I could see that. Happen. Yeah, I could see the Cardinals flipping because with how they've been playing, it's been shocking. How, yeah, like how good they've been playing. I genuinely think they're in it for Drake May, Caleb Williams. Oh, he's old. Who? Buddha Baker, twenty-seven. 
bro, for safety. He's got like three, for safety, five, three to five years. Three to five years, mm. bro. Yeah. Bro, you're what, dude. Where you are, need to pick a wing. I'm trying to push it. <laughs> I want him. Like, bro, you're like, dude. Why don't we have Patrick Mahomes and Ju- Jalen Hurts and Justin Simmons and uh, Devontae Adams and uh, like, yeah. bro? But not- we're we're still <laughs> underdogs. Yeah, yeah, but you're still underdogs. Shut up. I don't want to hear. Uh, look, looking ahead to the uh, Sunday night game, Dolphins Eagles. I mean, this is a great Sunday night game to have. Um, great job, by Alabama the versus Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. I'm a little nervous. I think this is a big test for the Dolphins' defense and a big test for the Eagles' offense. Yes. The Eagles' defense has not been great, but right now there's more question marks about the Eagles' offense. The Eagles' offense, just in terms of knowing that if they don't get Jalen Hurts right, if they don't get that whole process right, it'll be good. So, Eagles have a favorable matchup. They're not going against a great defense, and the Dolphins' defense needs to come out and prove themselves. I did see uh, Blankenship is out with yeah, Blankenship yeah. is out, and that's part of the problem. Where like I'm not too concerned about the Eagles' defense because they've just been a rotating string of injuries for so long. Like, at what point can I evaluate this team? Mm-hmm. But it'll be interesting to see how they make Tua uncomfortable. They have a deadly front rush, and we know that oh, Tua yeah. is not great like outside the pocket. Like yeah. he's much better protected in the pocket. So. I think it's a fun matchup. Eagles are favored by three points. I'd probably like bet Dolphins plus three, just getting value. plus three. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. getting value on that. I don't think that's a bad show. I mean, it's it's three because they're they're drawing the game even. Is it in the link? In, or? in link. Okay, so they're drawing the game yeah, even. Yeah, 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 that is that's yeah because the three point favorites is just like home field home field advantage. advantage so, yeah. and then tomorrow we have 49ers Vikings. That should be a shootout. I I I think the 49ers will come to play. Completely. I mean, there. I don't think after getting embarrassed last week. Ah, that's a good point. I think. Can you check real quick where the 49ers Vikings games? Oh, it's in, it's in Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's indoor. It's not really that. I Is mean, that yeah. Monday. Yeah, that's Monday okay. night. I mean, oh, Kirk on prime time. We already. Oh, know. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh my God. Shout, how could I forget? Shout. How could I hammer forget? the alt spread. Niners uh, minus 25. Jesus. I forgot. Right, that was a great boy. shout. I totally forgot about primetime Kirk. Okay. Yeah. Hammer the 49ers. The lights. Turn them off. <laughs> the lights. No, 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 no. Get those the lights, lights off. off. I love, anyway. the, I love that clip because after the lights are off, he's like, oh, this That's is so much better. better. <laughs> yeah. Those dang lights. <laughs> if you don't get it, it's a Donald Trump uh, campaign trail like type of video go like you can just look it up yeah, it's such a good it's such a quality meme right there yeah it, it's i mean it's been all over the place no 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 get no 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 off. no anyway in, in all in great context is uh just a quick note um the nba season is going to start up soon so we will start talking about it probably once the mlb is done and we have some more probably, time yeah probably once mlb mm-hmm. is done because like the Not first no couple time. games unless like unless there's some crazy storyline going on the beginning of the nba doesn't really yeah, I mean, like until like the All Star break. This is I just, just I will go on my soapbox one more time. The MLB need, season needs to be moved up a little bit. The NBA need season needs to be moved back a little bit, and I think it would make things a lot better. And it makes a lot of sense because no NBA player wants to play 82 games. And I'm sorry, baseball does not need 162 games in their season. Yeah, they don't. They would do just fine yeah. with 140. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. What? The Chargers head coach needs to be fired for his decision. What did Brandon Staley just do? Okay, so he went for it on fourth and goal. Justin Herbert drops back and fires. Oh, it's deflected. And, and picked. picked off on third down. On third and goal? Yep. I thought it was fourth. Wait, what are you? Oh, my God. Whatever. Why is he? There's a linebacker right there spying. Okay, whatever. Bad play design. Anyway. <laughs> well, he doesn't design the play. That's Kellen Moore. Oh, yeah. right. Oh, right. Oh, that right. is Kellen Moore. What does uh, Kellen Moore do it? I actually like Kellen Moore as a coach. Oh yeah, now you like him because he's not playing for the exactly. Cowboys. Exactly. Yep. 
Anyway, and yeah, that's just on top. But um, yeah, I think that, I think they need some. Leak. They need I to just, this this is around. just way too much. Also, is sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but isn't this the year where they're doing that like end season tournament thing? It is. Yeah. What which is, is that? I have no so idea. So at some point during the year, which I don't know the exact dates, they're just going to do a little in season tournament dealio. We can kind of cover it more on the next pod. I think that would be win? better, so I can like look it up. But, yeah. Do, you, uh, do we know like what you win? Is there's like... an advantage in the playoffs. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Or some, or it's mo- no, there's money on the line. Mm-hmm. Each player gets like a hundred thousand or yeah. something. Okay. I can't wait for the Sixers to win this. I'm. Of course, we're. This is the only thing. Oh, we're gonna you're win. gonna. I can't wait for those like participation award yep. trophies of like you won the in season tournament yep. and then they get bounced in the second round. Yep. Well, I'm really curious to see is again who takes like what teams take it seriously or what other teams just say who cares i don't care we'll do it in the actual playoffs um the league kicks off on the 24th tuesday which is when this podcast will come out it'll be lakers nuggets which is a great game and then suns warriors they really the schedule is do a really good job picking the opening games i love those two games being on um for lakers nuggets there's been all this jarring back and forth yeah between like lebron and mike malone and mike malone's like oh all, all the media attention on the lakers and the lakers are like hey oh bro like we didn't like do this to ourselves <laughs> like we just did like this is just the media giving us attention. Like we didn't choose that, and Sorry. Uh, we got a big live reaction um, on the bottom. Devin here. Witherspoon just put somebody, like legitimately in the turf. That's um, um oh my. Rondale Moore just that got was so killed. that uh, was vicious. Rondale Moore catching a quick out oh turns and sees Devin God. Witherspoon coming from about fifteen yards out. Perfect tackle of shoulder to like shoulder <laughs> and Brett Maher shakes another field goal. <laughs> this league is is absolutely insane we can't go 30 seconds without talking about the NFL well the Broncos are on what what's about to happen oh my god yeah but abs- Devin Witherspoon probably the is gonna Broncos win with a good rush um I'm does Patrick Mahomes have two interceptions uh one <sighs> unless they counted Unless they counted that, but that whatever. Um, I have no idea. Also, it's going to be Devin Witherspoon versus Jalen Carter for uh, defensive rookie of the year. Yes, and Jalen Carter's going to win. Um, anyway, Suns Warriors also another exciting basketball game. Um, just because it's KD, yeah, and Steph, and I don't know, it's just a funny game. Um, the Suns, they had like their big three looks so good in preseason. Just they're On just paper, hitting pull up jumpers all yeah. over the place. Like it just you can't you can't stop it. It'll be very interesting to see, and then. The paper tigers. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I think what's really exciting going into this year is it's clear Victor Wembanyama is going to be must see TV. Yeah. So every single game the Spurs are in, it's going to be like the league pass team. Everybody wants to watch. Um, and then so the way they do it is they usually have the Tuesday night games be really good. Then Wednesday night games are really mid, and that's reflected in the schedule. <laughs> and then Thursday they have better Sixers box, which will yeah. be a high game, and yeah. then the Suns Lakers. So okay, yeah, I mean the Lakers. Unfortunately for them, they've got like some tough games off rip because they want to like garner attention. But the Lakers are probably like, bro, like we might start like zero and two. Yeah, zero and two, zero and three, just because of how good these teams are. Yeah, Anthony Davis had five blocks in the first quarter God. of preseason. Hey, game. he's really good at basketball when his legs decide to not just completely crumble underneath him. Indeed. Will Zion play over or under fifty games? Oh, no, that's a great question. I don't. Need, I haven't even heard a lot from Zion in the preseason, a, so I don't he even had a know. Crazy dunk. That's about it. No, they all do. Yeah, I'll just go on. I'll just hit the under. Um, just for that. Zion's fat. We don't actually care. We want him to do well. It's just funny. Yeah, but that's enough NBA talk, and we'll probably <laughs> start covering the NBA lightly on the pod. But really, after MLB season starts, we can yes. start getting invested again. Yeah. But 
Anyone got anything to say before we head out of here? And on hockey now. Yeah, um, on hockey. Hockey has started. Um, I mean, it's it's not going to be relevant until yeah. the playoffs. So uh, that number one pick overall is Connor dirty Bernard. with it. Uh, yeah. He's crazy good. Yeah, Connor Bernard. Um, yeah, he looks like he's going to be like the next Sidney Crosby. Good like, good for the sport. Good for the sport. Um, also, that uh, draft was – or the lottery was definitely rigged because the Blackhawks had like a point. 1% chance of getting it. And then conveniently, the very good historic franchise that for one year decided to be really bad suddenly gets the next best thing. Oh, that's convenient. I, so what was strange about that is I don't follow hockey that close. So I was shocked when the Blackhawks got the pick because I was like, I thought the Blackhawks were really good. Then I did some digging and, and like, found oh. out, oh, they usually are good. They just happen <laughs> to get the best player coming out of the draft in many years. Yes. Yeah. This time, like a generational talent, yeah, which is really convenient. Really convenient, really funny. Um, we were talking about it before the pod as well. Flag football, officially an Olympic sport yes. in 2028. <laughs> the me- If you have not had an opportunity to check out all the memes and all the videos of the flag football and us, like, the whole joke is that the United the States Uni- is U.S. Gonna, is going to, yeah. like, shank everybody in the uh, yeah. in the Olympics. Olympics. And it's like, oh, you know, North Korea cornerback after Justin Jefferson gets six touchdowns yeah, on him. Literally. And, <laughs> and everything. Yeah. yeah. And they're just so funny. So if you don't have an opportunity to check it out, yeah. it's just taking random, random countries across the world. Yeah. And it's like the, the Lithuanian guy looking at Tyreek Hill <laughs> standing across from him. It's like the picture of Jimmy Butler <laughs> hanging over. <Yeah>. Him. <laughs> they're just, they're high quality memes. So I will, it'll be actually cool for the Olympics too. Cause I think a lot of people will tune in to watch the U S flag football team, which is, because there's investment there. I mean, yeah. apparently the NFL is like, the NFL is encouraging, encouraging people. Because think about Michael like, Parsons is like, I'm doing it. Yeah. Michael, dude. The, Michael, need, Michael needs to start running his mouth. He's yeah. running his mouth way too much. But so, okay. Who is the starting? How many people play on the flag football team? Is it like seven? seven? Seven, I think. Okay. So who's your quarterback? There's a, there's a right answer to this. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. No, it's Lamar Jackson. If that uh, dude gets out of the open field, no one is touching. There are rules to scrambling as a QB in flag football. And? They can only do like, I don't know the rule, official rules. I think it's like once per drive. Okay. No, no, done. let's save this for a segment for the next pod yeah. episode. That's fair. And we can come up with our teams. Yeah. Okay. okay. We'll do that. So state, this is incentive. Oh, we'll do our drafts. Yes. Oh we'll all draft an edit. Okay. I like right. this. Okay. Like everyone stay tuned. Next, Next week's week. episode, we're drafting a flag football team and we'll have the rules breaking it down on yes. the set right here. All right. Tell your friends, tell your dogs, tell your cats, tell anybody. Tune in next week. I'm this picking the- Des Bryant first overall. <laughs> oh my God. This is the coconut curry. We're out. Peace. <laughs>